Once again, I have proved myself to be a very lucky lady. Uh, I would say so. As a matter of fact, I would say, indeed, this is the final verdict that, in fact, you married up. Mm-hmm. I married down. Yes. I've been blessed by your presence in my Tell life. Tell the people why, Alice. What are you looking <laughs> at right now? I am looking at a brand newly minted uh, Taco Gigante Champion from Margaritas. Exactly. I, uh, Me and my friend Dan... Went to Margarita's in Methuen Saturday evening and did the Taco Gigante Challenge, which is a one-foot-long, two-pound taco. And uh, the, the idea is if you eat it, if you can finish the thing, then you get it for a year. You get free tacos for a year. So uh, Dan's friend had done it, and mm-hmm. so that I we decided to try it. Now, I've never done any kind of eating challenge before. Right. So... I've never killed the 86-ounce steak or anything like that or, like, had the kitchen sink burger, anything like that. So I didn't know, like, where I would be mm-hmm. for, like, stomach capacity that way. I'm a fat guy, but I, I'm not a marathon pound myself. Like, it's not really my thing to just go nuts like that. That's not really my thing. But I, I happen to be hungry. I hadn't eaten in a long time during that day. Yeah. And... Um, so I, I went in, in a good way. I went in in a good way. Now, what I found interesting was the taco was delicious. It was steak right. and chicken and... Was it steak or a ground beef? There was all three things. Steak, ground beef, and chicken, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And, and, and some lettuce and a little bit of like some kind of, uh, sprayed like aioli or whatever. And so... I saw jalapenos in there Yeah, too. jalapenos, yep. But it was a lot. By the time I crunched it down, it was like eating a taco salad. But I could use parts of the of the shell just to put all the fixings on, and that was delicious. That's how I'd eat it, right? Like, kind of anyway. scoop them up, and that's interesting too. Because so I noticed in your pictures, and it doesn't look that huge in the pictures. Mm-hmm. It's not like outrageous. It no. looks like something a person could eat in a meal, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's but, not, yeah, it's, it's, well, it wasn't like Jurassic tacos or anything. Right. I mean, it's bigger than a normal taco for sure. Yes. But it also, when I eat normal sized tacos, they're like full to the top mm-hmm. when I make them. And this was not full all the way to the top. Yeah. It was kind of half full, I noticed. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. It, so it was, was it, was the ratio of um, shell to insides off or was it okay? It was great. It was great. And, it, and, and here's another thing. The shell was rather thin. Hmm. So the shell was really, it was it was a good tool, the shell. The only challenge the shell uh, brought was, you know, it's kind of hard sometimes to use a fork to pick up shell. But, uh, you know, uh, where I could use my hands, I used my hands. So, so that's what surprised me about it is it was straight on. I, f- I figured that what they would have done is like load it with refried beans or something you'd never get through. Mm-hmm. And when we were on the way there, I thought, I was saying to Dan, that there's no way we're not going to be able to do this because I had read about it. But it was not only delicious, but it was almost designed to help you finish it. And I finished it and we were stuffed when we finished it, but not stuffed like paint. And you had beers over. too, so you weren't Well, like... I had a cocktail at that. Okay. Well, he had one beer before we went, actually, and then a cocktail. So and beers can be filling too. Right. Dan had beers. And, and so... And so neither of us, Dan's, a, and Dan's thin and uh, smaller than, than I am. Mm-hmm. And but a good eater. A good eater, yeah, yeah, an adventurous eater. 
but neither of us were in any pain when we finished. We you were like struggling. Not struggling. We actually went on to you know, like eat some chips and salsa. Um, and so, and this makes me suspicious slightly. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, because like, no, props no. to margaritas for coming up with a brilliant plan because i think now our whole family is going to go back and try it too yes. because now i'm curious if i can do it our son definitely wants to do it we're about to have like a family of taco gigante champions on our hand well i don't know i don't know if anybody except potentially our 10 uh, year old son is going to yes. be able to do it but you know it's not super expensive it's like 14 bucks the taco gigante so it's not like you have to spend 30 dollars to try it you can go and try it out and you supposedly win free tacos for a year so we're gonna go i'll try it but so my suspicion is is that you're meant to win it i absolutely think so because not only was it delicious but it was easy to eat they went through the semantics afterwards after we finished they said congratulations dan said asked asked the waitress uh did she have any advice for us and she said don't breathe which is odd, but, but anyway, but uh, but uh, that does seem like yeah, that seems odd. just rather a personal shot just at Dan. Morbid. Died. Uh, but but um, but yeah, it, it, it but but she also said that pretty much everybody finished it too, so it was like delightful. We, I well, would so, order that. So, like, there's there's some selection bias happening there too, right? Because the type of person who goes out to do a taco gigante yes. challenge is probably more likely to finish it than just like your average person off the street. Totally agree. Um, totally agree. So that's one piece of that is that, you know, the people who are self-selecting to do the taco gigante challenge. But it was are- absolutely Alice with the cream cheese, with the uh, sour cream, with the lettuce. It was absolutely. They weren't trying to hurt you. No, they were. It was designed to make it easier. There were right. lubricants in, in right in mm-hmm. there. And so, yes, I absolutely think it was. And so I think now it's, we're waiting on official verification of your uh, results. So here, it's also so. only fourteen bucks, which right. is ridiculous because to get a fourteen dollar entree anywhere is tough. Yeah. And for fourteen bucks for all that amount of food was incredible. For, for so for for the taco and a drink was twenty bucks. Um. So, but then, but then, see, and this is the other reason why I think you're meant to do it is because the prize is not like. You know, they're not putting your name on the wall or something. And this nope. isn't like, my guess is that the way that the free tacos for a year is going to be structured is going to be something that's not super expensive for them, but is going to um, in- inspire you to go back to margaritas a lot through the coming 12 months. Let me tell you what this and is And we've already, about, we've already downloaded the app. Signed up for the loyalty program, which you have to do in order to register to say that you completed the Taco Gigante Challenge. And, you know, so I had a friend who did the... um, Hold on one second. I want to drill down on exactly what they're up to. Okay. With all this stuff. And this is what they're up to. Could have queued it up, of course. It's coming. Me, I'm a party a circle of friends. <laughs> yeah, so we have joined the Margarita's Circle of Friends now. Yes, that's what it's about. Getting people into the Circle of Friends rewards program. Right? Because mm-hmm. they must have de- de- devised that the kind of person who's going back is a mouth breather like me and Dan. 
seeing that you get free tacos for a year. Which Somebody by, who would be incentivized by that. Yes. And by the way, like I said, they went through the machinations. Uh, they took our plates afterwards to bring to the manager for inspection. You know, so so we're pretending here that that, we're, that something actually happened. <clears throat> and then we got our secret uh, little business card with the secret link to go. Not not so secret link, I don't think, probably. It's not that hard to find it. <clears throat> and you upload your receipt. And then I assume they have to check back with the manager to I verify so. that you ate it. But So th- so that's it, to, to build people into the database so that you've subscribed now to Margarita's. And Well, to- yeah, and I told you, when we got the app... You already got a free guacamole or queso with your next $15 purchase. So you're locked into that. And you're earning points now on your purchases. And you're now supposedly going to have free tacos for a year. And now, so this doesn't mean, like, when I was a kid and in cartoons, people won stuff like that. They would, like, pull up a truck to the house. And, like, if you won free cereal for a year, they'd, like... You know, it was this huge thing. But so I had a friend who did the um, Buffalo Wild Wings, got free wings for a year because she was like one of the first hundred people to go eat at the new Buffalo Wild Wings location that opened or whatever. And um, the way it was structured was that it was like a voucher for one serving of wings, which at Buffalo Wild Wings is like five wings or six wings or whatever. Um and it was like one a week for the year. So you got like 52 one free order of wings vouchers, right? So, and my guess is it's going to be something that's structured like that, where it's like, you know, one or two free tacos once a week for a year or something, right? So, uh, and they're going to no. be. I can I tell mean, you this there's a controversy I, already here. Okay, what's the controversy? Controversy is we found out that Dan's friend who had done it mm-hmm. got a t shirt. Dan then asked about the t-shirts. They said that they had them, but they were out of them, which tells you that everybody got a t-shirt, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I'd like that t-shirt. Or the staff gave themselves a t-shirt. Yes, yes. But uh, I, I kind of think, I, I'm sure the staff- Maybe if we contact Margarita's corporate, we can yes. get you a t-shirt, honey. Yes. Hopefully. Especially if we go back with the kids that want to do the uh, Margarita's um, Taco Gigante Challenge. But I don't know. So you think possibly our 10-year-old could do it? I think that he could whack it out, yes. Do you think I could do it? <clears throat> yes. In the right frame of mind, like hungry enough. I think hungry enough you could do it. Because it's also just happens to be delicious. Yeah, but the rest of our kids probably not. No way. Right. No, our daughter would be disgusted by even being <laughs> She's not even going to try. She's going to go and eat the chips and salsa. But I think it's interesting is that it has now been three days, and where is the outreach? You've got the app, right? Yeah, I got the app. I filled out the form on the internet. I uploaded the receipt. So What's going on? So, I mean, how long do we wait before we recontact them again? It reach depends. Out to if you're having service. a baby today, maybe I'll take some of the downtime and reach out immediately and say, hey. You know what? I think you should use the time while I'm giving birth to a baby to reach Absolutely. out. And Just see if you can get a hold of your t-shirt and your free tacos. Breathe and push, Ellis. Or maybe don't push. I don't know. I don't understand how that stuff works. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <sighs> On another note, um, one of the most interesting stories to me that is out right now that I've been seeing. Oh, Alice, there's a referral program for the Circle of Friends. Okay. You earn 50 points when your friend uses your invite code during sign up to make their first purchase. Now, we're, we're deep in now, so. We're going to milk the Circle of Friends for yes. all it's worth? Although, once again, 
I am. I mean, I'm kind of proud of them because I think it's kind of a cool thing. And restaurants sort of at that level, that what's called like fast casual, you know, because I think of a margaritas as being like the Mexican iteration of like an Applebee's or something. Right. It's kind of in the or Ruby. Is, is that what a, a TGI Fridays or like what's the other one? But the, anyway, it's like in the at that level of restaurant. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. That that particular restaurant space has like struggled a lot. Oh, like the Ruby Tuesdays margaritas that place. That, well, that, like that level of restaurant. What's like a yeah. 99. Or I gotta a, yeah. say, they were playing Taylor Swift in the jukebox. There were some young people there. It was a, It's a really fun place. Was it like hopping, though? Was it busy? It, well, we or were no? earlier in the evening. But, but it, it was a Saturday night, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't blown out hopping. No, I guess we were there like six, seven, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't blown out hopping. We were in the bar section. Um, right, we were in the bar section. First, we sat at the bar, and then we moved because there were two pretty women at the bar. And you were afraid of them. I was afraid to eat in front of them. I didn't want them to see the real me. Especially if I was huffing and puffing, you know, towards the end. But Dan was trying to, you know, give me support. Breathe, Tom, breathe, push. <laughs> um, so that, that like, particular level of restaurant has really struggled. So if this, like, brings them business and is successful for them, then go them. Although I hadn't really heard of it that much, except until we heard of it from our friend. Did you? No, but I guess that's the whole thing about it. Is it people, if people are getting soft on places like that, and this is a standalone brick and mortar place, then maybe that's, that's what they've got to lead with gimmicks. Because mm-hmm. we wouldn't, me and Dan would not have gone to Margarita's. No, certainly I would not be talking about taking our whole family to Margarita's. No, no. It wouldn't be a thing that would be happening. So, but now I'm excited too, and I'm excited to try and having seen you with the taco, I kind of feel like I can do it too, possibly. And, um, and we should... Well, we should find more food contests. Yeah, definitely. What's our next uh, topic, Alice? Uh, the next topic I want to talk about is this thing with um, fake reviews. Because mm-hmm. the FTC has decided to start going after people who leave fake reviews for restaurants and, and other places, too. But I'm intrigued by this because this is something I actually kind of know something about because I've been in businesses where we've dealt with like Yelp reviews and stuff. And the thing about it is that even though Yelp up and down denies that they do this, and like I saw them on some of the Twitter threads about this story, um, arguing with people, I mean, arguing with people, they try and be polite about it because it's their corporate account. But mm-hmm. Yelp absolutely offers to get rid of bad reviews of your place if you advertise with them. It, it seems like the business they, model would be, yeah. And they, online, deny that they're like, there's no amount of money a business can pay to get rid of bad reviews. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, we know this game. Like, yeah. I, I, I tell people when I worked in hotels, um, Wear Magazine, where, you know, do you know Wear Magazine? Uh, vaguely, Like, yeah. where's Boston? Mm-hmm. Where's New York? Where's, I don't even know if they're around anymore. But they were trying to get some product into our rooms, and they were pushing hard, and they showcased me and us and all sorts of stuff, and... And like Best of Boston stuff, you advertise in these places, you're going to get a little award that you can put in the wall. It's all a scam. It, it's fine, though. I, I don't care. I think, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I think there probably is some level of quality that these places want. And Yelp, um, although it is can be devastating oh, yeah. for people. They certainly. all do it. I've seen, I've been at companies where they've like gotten ranked in like Newsweek rankings mm-hmm. for best customer service or whatever. And like 
Well, but people then, believe like, this stuff. People but believe then, this no, stuff. No, but I mean, and some of it's real, right? But like, so they get ranked and the ranking was real. But then like to get to use the Newsweek logo on anything to say that you've been ranked by Newsweek mm-hmm. costs money. And I'm sure that there's like arrangements with this stuff or companies where, you know, when you advertise with them, their editors are going to be a lot more likely to pick up the phone and call you when they're looking for something to feature in their story totally right so true. it's just how it's totally just true. the way the beast is mm-hmm. and this is what this is why companies hire pr firms to do this stuff for them and cultivate all these relationships and do these things because that's what they do but anyway that's how yelp works they deny that's how they work i've worked at businesses where the yelp sales team has absolutely said the opposite i've heard the opposite words come out of their mouth where they've said we can help you out with these bad reviews if you want to you know place an ad buy here so i know that it's not true Mm -hmm. but anyway the federal trade commission does not want to go after yelp and places like that they want to go after businesses that um you know try and get people to leave reviews for them so as a matter of fact didn't you have me leave a review at a business you used to work at like 13 yeah. years ago and didn't they like strike it or something yeah they took it down how did they know it was me well they don't but they like if like too many people leave reviews in a short period of time mm. then they go after people or whatever but you know they'll start to take some down they have algorithms that supposedly determine yeah. it so the hidden reviews can be up or down but um consumer advocacy group u.s uh P-I-R-G, which I think is the, um, I forget what they are. Some, some shakedown operation. Yeah. Uh, it's claimed that as many, uh, Public Interest Research Group, I think that's what they're called, uh, as many as 40% of online reviews are deceptive or completely fake. No kidding. I mean, like, life goes on, reviews are fake. Except for the ones for the fat cactus. Those are all absolutely true. <laughs> the new rule. So this is a new rule proposed by the FTC. So this wouldn't have to go through any legal process or anything. This would just mm-hmm. go through the FTC. The new rule would make it illegal for a business to write or sell fake customer reviews, to falsely inflate social media follower account, to try to stop suppression of bad reviews, ban, to try to... Um, the law would stop suppression of bad reviews to ban company employees from writing reviews without disclosing affiliation and make it illegal for a business to own a website that claims to provide independent yeah. opinions. Well, that's going to be that's with prob- a $50,000 per incident fine. That's BS. To the businesses. It's, 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 it's not, it, that's a terrible idea because you cannot adjudicate it. Um, infallibly right and people leave jerk off unfair stupid bad reviews all the time too that are like not about things businesses can control either right you know i left a bad review once it was only time one time i did and my 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 person i was with was very angry at me because i was with a my child remember Mm -hmm. me and james had that weekend and we were at this this country western bar near fenway a uh, restaurant, sorry, uh, mm-hmm. for breakfast, and the waitress took forever to come over, and I needed my kid to have something, mm-hmm. a chocolate milk or something, or else, you know, kids melt down, and it took forever, and she was helping everybody else, and I was like, F you, and so I slammed her. Yeah. You know. But there's, people write bad reviews for bad reasons, too, though, like, 
they'll write a bad review of a place because they like can't find parking or something, you know, yeah. <laughs> like something that the business can't control necessarily. Well, yeah. I and do like, like that Yelp does allow the owner to fire back. Yeah. You know, and I've seen that. This, this place, this uh, hairdresser place in uh, Connecticut, Navon, Connecticut, where everybody slammed the guy for being like a jerk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's absolutely torching everybody. Yeah. It's so, it, you know, in that way, the playing field can be equaled. And also, I mean, unless the thing is, if you say there's a rat in the restaurant, that seems like to me, and there's not, then that could be devastating to a restaurant. Devastating. Yeah, but this doesn't crack down on that. Right. right. This, you can leave all the fake reviews you want as long as you're not like affiliated with the restaurant. Right. This goes you after could be affiliated with the competitor and go leave a bad review on somebody else. You just have to disclose if you're reviewing your own restaurant or a restaurant where you work. Yeah. Or if, like, the restaurant offered you something to leave a good review. You know what I mean? I, I wonder... You so, know, I, that's what's supposed to be... They're not supposed to pay for good reviews. So, the rules do not crack down on the on the publishers of the reviews, like Yelp, TripAdvisor, Google, or Amazon, which, again, seems unfair, too, because those places pay people to take down bad reviews, which seems yeah. sketch to me. And I think that it's, you know... They're saying the organization Fake Review Watch says there's no downsides or repercussions. So you, you're you going to have somebody dime out a restaurant saying the owner asked us to write good reviews for it. And you're going to have some investigator from the FTC come into town. Aha. Uh-huh. Sit down with it. Like, get out of here. Just get out of here. Let the restaurants. It's tough enough for frig's sake. It is tough enough for these things. Yeah. And then you have not only... Yelp trying to shake down the restaurants to take down bad reviews. But then you have the FTC coming in and hassling restaurants. Aha, is this your sister's friend's review of your yeah. restaurant? Mm, like it it seems so nanny statish and terrible. Well, yeah. And also the internet in the world, media, these platforms, we have to be adults here, okay? Mm-hmm. There is some risk involved. Out in the marketplace, there is risk. In a big capitalist right. society, there is risk sometimes. It's just where, it's, you know, if you go to a bar and order a rum and Coke, if you go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, chances are you're not going to get a uniform drink. Yeah. It's going to be all, it's going to be seven different drinks that you're getting. <laughs> yeah. And so we don't need, it's just the marketplace. It's how, it's how it works. Mm-hmm. It, 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 to have somebody try to regulate this stuff. And there are fake reviews. There just are. I would want fake reviews. Did we put a fake review on this podcast? I'm going to do one today, as a matter of fact. I'm going to fake review it on Apple. And oh, somebody good. else. Oh, and, good. I did notice that somebody with a username shockingly similar to yours reviewed the, our other podcast saying you were handsome. So. Oh, really? No, that's not a mm-hmm. fake one. And sometimes I do see reviews from people that I know who they are in real life. You know, yeah, I recognize their names. But, you know, it it is what it is. It's the nature of the beast. You have to recognize that there's going to be reviews out there that aren't legitimate for a variety of reasons. Sure. Right. And also, yeah. And also, I mean, you've got to. Because some customers suck, stuff. by the way. Yeah, of course they do. And you can glean stuff from a number of different reviews. So if, you, so if you're using Yelp and TripAdvisor and whatever, and whatever, you know, I've just, I was just looking up the, like I said, I was looking up the, the Taco Gigante. And, you know, one of the articles was uh, the Taco Gigante. I just couldn't get through it. And it, was, it, it beat me. Margarita's Taco Gigante Challenge conquered me. 
That's one of the reasons. So I'm like, oh my goodness, that means that at least some people can do it. It's got to be pretty big. I told Dan because of all these people reviewing it, the, 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 mm-hmm. I don't have a good feeling about this. You know, they're not in here to to lose business, whatever. <clears throat> So I got misinformation, you know? Right. But it happens. I, I, I just think that... It, it's not something that has to be regulated by the FTC of all people. No. <laughs> like, <clears throat> no. Have, get something to do. You know what? Why don't we delete the FTC? You can save a little bit of money there. Yeah. That one. What else is going on? Um, so I wanted to say on the note of customers being terrible, too, this was one that I saw in a dining out facebook group that i was surprised by i mean maybe i'm in the wrong on this opinion but i was surprised by how many people took the opposite opinion to me in the comments because someone was upset because they had a gift card that they hadn't used to a restaurant Mm -hmm. and the restaurant's now owned by new owners Mm -hmm. and the new owners wouldn't honor the gift card no problem there but they were upset and a whole bunch of people were like, if they're using the same business name, they should have to do it. What is it to them? They have to Yeah, no, the honor last it. owner got the revenue. Right. And not only that, you have no way of knowing what's even on a gift card if you don't have the same system to look it up in. Right. So well, no, I could see if you're if you're a franchisee, it might yeah. be different, you know, if it's a, well, if a you, 99 restaurant. If and, you buy an operating business, if right. you buy the actual LLC, but that's not typically what happens when people buy and sell restaurants. Typically what happens when people buy and sell restaurants is you're getting the name and the kitchen equipment and the location. You know, you're, but you're not actually taking on ownership of the business, of the right. actual business corporation. If that happens, then they would be obligated to to honor the gift card but in most cases that's not what happens when like a mom and pop shop business changes hands right it's typically a new business concern so they're not obligated but i was so surprised at the huge number of comments saying that they should honor it that it was the right thing to do and all these things like now there is a case to be said that it might be a wise investment well yeah for the person let the person know that you're making an exception for them in the same way that, like, if you're operating a bar like the Red Hat in Boston, mm-hmm. and suddenly, and I had this happen in the 90s a couple times, suddenly there's new owners, and the new owners fire the staff and bring in their own people, but you've been taking care of the bartender for two years and been getting special treatment for two years. There is a restaurant diplomacy that you would want to preserve, mm-hmm. and you would want to use in a way that benefits everybody, to take care of your regulars, to take care of certain people who have invested in the place. So... You could say, no, we're not taking the gift card, but it's a much bigger hospitality opportunity to make that person happy. I think it depends the amount of the gift card and the level of regular of the customer. You know, if this is a gift card this person's been hanging on to for 10 years that's been sitting in their wallet because someone gave it to them and they don't go there and it's for $200, then... If no, I were the restaurant, I would say, screw you. But, it reminds me, Alice, can mm-hmm. I bring something up to you? Yes. You're a young single woman. You don't have a lot of the hang-ups that a lot of women have, but I would like to hear from you other ladies listening. I was dating a young lady in Chicago. Mm-hmm. She lived in Chicago. She was yeah. lovely. Her name is Sarah. Good person. She's happily married with kids now. Great person. She flew over to stay with me for a few days. Okay. To Boston. And I took her out entirely on gift cards. And <laughs> uh, gift certificates because I was a concierge. Oh, okay. So every meal we had, everything we did was a gift certificate. 
Um, did you do it like visibly? I did it visibly because this is what right when this is right when um, they were just becoming cards that they mm-hmm. would swipe, and it was obvious that the like Jay's Asian restaurant uh, gift card was not a real credit card. <laughs> but and she, you know, didn't have a problem with it. But I did have friends who said that's so tacky, Tom. But I also didn't have any money really. Right. Uh, well, and, th- but that's why is because it exposes that you don't have any money. Well, right. But also, some people feel felt like it's just. A woman deserves better. It's de classe to use the gift card when you're going out because it's you're supposed to show. And actually, this has to do with that woman who's uh, who was saying that she wants a guy to spend at least two hundred dollars to take her out. Exactly. Yes. Um, is- I mean, I kind of see her point to an extent because getting ready for like a fancy date is a big time and money investment for women. I totally agree with in that. In terms of looking, if a guy is trying to go out with a girl who's looking like a model or whatever, right? It takes a lot of effort to look like that for women. To buy those clothes, that makeup, to do your hair like that, to get your nails done like that. She's probably spending $200 to look that way. Yes, yes. And I and I appreciate that. So and it depends what you want. I mean, like, yeah, if we're going out for ice cream and I can show up to the date in a t-shirt and, like, my hair just relaxed or whatever, then that's one thing. But so if, let me play. This is the lady we're talking we're about going who's, out on, to a who's online. Fancy dinner date. Yeah, go ahead. Most a man should spend on a first date. I feel like if I'm going to get ready and I'm going to use all my products to come out with you, I need like a minimum of $200. A minimum. And that's like being nice. And what does a man get in return for that? My presence. What? Aren't you having his presence within you already? I hear you, but no. <laughs> no. I mean, like, I'm here to get different? to know you. I'm here to get to know you. You invited me out. But he has to drop $200. Yeah. Because Minimum. That, yeah. Because just, you just because, me out. Just because you have to do your makeup? Um, because I have to... Okay. So we're going to do the math. My moisturizer is $400. My eye cream is $300. <laughs> my serum is like another $300. My makeup, you know, not included. So if I have to spend, you know, that's my money. I'm spending my money on these products. I'm going to use these products. What are you using them for, though? For myself. Okay. But I'm going to use these products and I'm going to show up because it's not like I'm going to show up in sweats. The man doesn't owe you anything if you're just getting to know each other. If you're inviting me out, you owe me a date. So, uh, I think there's something to that. But, well, yeah, and but I mean, again, like she's wearing a dress that's probably a couple hundred dollars. Shoes that are probably well, a couple sure, hundred but dollars. Is, is he is he buying this? He's just sitting next to this. If, well, if this no, is a guarantee but, that all this stuff ends up in his bed, then yes, then then absolutely, two hundred dollars is cheap. I think. Well, no, but by the same token, like, why should she be spending the money to look like that? Well, but if he doesn't ha- have, but any what if the dress? Well, either. if the dress was a gift. From somebody else for her, well, then isn't that the same as her using a gift card? <laughs> why does it have to? Why do I have to? Why do I have to spend two hundred? Why does it have to hurt me? What if I have? If, if she's still getting two hundred dollars worth of food, if it's a gift card, I guess so. But just to go back to the point about the date, I mean, I think, I think that I mean, I don't have a. I don't know. I haven't been on a date in today's day and age, anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I do think that. If you're going to put the effort into like looking dressed up, like first date, dinner date dressed up, then I think that I would like to be taken to the type of establishment that probably costs about that much for dinner. No. 
I think I gotta say I think that she's right. I Not think it's, like purely I think it's kind of crass to hear it. Yeah, but I think that she's. But if I'm gonna spend, and part of it's money, but part of it's also time. If I'm gonna spend hours of my day, you know, getting ready to look like that for somebody, then. You know, I would expect to go somewhere that's not like a KFC. I agree. And it also shows, and like, this is like when, when our first date, where you looked just absolutely drop dead gorgeous to the point where it was a little most problematic. I thought I was being <laughs> punk. I think that, I mean, that shows that, that shows like, that is really like a considerate and generous thing that I'm going to look my absolute best for you to make you proud to be next to me, to make you happy, to make you look good. Um, mm -hmm. And like you have, you're having the company of somebody who's absolutely beautiful. And yeah, I think it's, I've got no problem with it. I, I think would these guys pull this crap, like we're going to go out for like, a, you know, make your own burrito night. And it's like, that's BS. I think that women should have. I, now that I'm already in, uh, you know, now that I'm over the wall. Same. Yeah. No, I think, I think so absolutely. I would want if some, somebody took, well, actually, my daughter's a little young, but, but but eventually when she's 25, absolutely put a dent in that credit card. Well, yeah. And I, to me, I think the concern more with the gift card thing is if somebody's, you know, cobbling together six gift cards that they got for free at work yeah. to a place like it makes me more concerned about their well, financial yeah. situation well she, yeah, than, I think she, than anything i think yes but but the financial situation was what she thought it was <laughs> absolutely but the good thing but the funny thing is is that my close friends mm -hmm. made me buy new bed sheets before she came over they said tom if you're not you don't have any money you don't have you're not doing anything you know at, at least, least have yeah new so bed i had to go to macy's and get new uh, a new bed New bed sheets. I had to have my hand held for the entire uh, <laughs> transaction. So anyway, but it was a fun weekend, Alice, but nothing like our wonderful date. Are you having a baby yet? Hopefully. Well, I hate nostalgia because I can't climb up that hill without thinking your name. I hate nostalgia still think about you. It's been so long. I'm so lame. I hate nostalgia. Hope you hate it too Hope you wonder What am I doing and who I'm pursuing I hope you think I lead A really exotic life The way I think about you You probably have a wife of your job And you go to church on Sundays And barbecue on weekends Out in your backyard And sometimes think about me 